Hi, everybody. It's Megan Whitmer. And this is Amanda Gardner. And this is another episode of the Creative Oracle, life advice for creative types. Woo! Good morning. Together. Oh, how are you? I am really good. So um, I finally gave in to a book recommendation and it is owning my life in the good and in, in just like the best. Tell me. So everybody who, yeah, everybody who knows me knows my style of nonfiction. I mean, like a fiction that I like to read. It's very, very obvious to those who know me. And so for years, I've had like 15 people who know me the best be like, wait, why haven't you read a discovery of witches yet? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, it's literally like the the perfect book for you. Like, why haven't you read it? I'm like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and I had this copy of it because somebody gave it to me years ago and I've carried it on every vacation I've ever gone on for years. And I like haven't cracked it. Last night I took a day off and I was like, yeah, taking a day off from everything. And I was sitting there eating to actually eat because I'm on this ridiculous diet and it was making me so happy. I'm like, I'm going to read that book. Holy crap, I'm already 183 pages in. Oh, yeah. You know, I've never read it either, but I I also think I own it. I'm pretty sure it's up there in my bookshelf somewhere. You should, I you should like, get a brownie it. and crack it. Get a brownie and crack it. Because <laughs> it is it's literally, like, all this girl does is, like, read and drink tea and swoon over vampires. I'm like, hello. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh. Yeah, we're going... I was just saying, no, we're going to the no, lake no. here in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, that would be a good book I could take with me. Oh my God, do it. And then we can talk about it together. And that, that would be make me We need over- more things to talk about together. Clearly. Okay. <laughs> well, it's been sad because like we didn't record a couple times and I just, I haven't had my Megan fix. So this I is know. good. You did great with your solo episode last week. It was fun. I had some really good questions and, um, but it's always better with you because we have like the banter and the insights, I believe. Yeah, I agree. I like it when you make me think about something in a different way than I just wouldn't have with you if you weren't there. Yeah. Have you been reading anything interesting lately? Um, I have a mountain of books. I actually keep saying that I'm going to stack all the books I've bought since the pandemic started, um, and take a picture because I bet it's a ridiculous, it's an embarrassing probably amount of books. (laughs) So, but because of that, I have several different books that are just sort of laying around and it's all different things that I have gotten interested in, in the last several months. Like one of them is that breathe book that I, or no, I'm sorry, breath that I've talked about. Oh yeah. Um, I have like a, Oh, anti-inflammatory diet book. Um, that I've been looking at for, you know, not necessarily for myself, but for a friend of mine and, and my mom and stuff. So I wanted to kind of keep mm-hmm. up with that kind of stuff. And I don't know, just several different, but it's all nonfiction. It's all just like, here's a thing I'm interested in. I'm going to buy this book, you know? Um, yeah, I feel, I yeah. feel you. So I it's haven't gotten them. like, yeah. when I read a fiction story, um, I have to just read that one thing and I get immersed in it and whatever and have to finish it right away. But with nonfiction, I very frequently start several different books and I just pick each of them up whenever, whichever one's closest to wherever I'm sitting. So they're scattered around the house. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, Oh, well I'm in this room. So I'm going to read about uh, yoga. The four agreements is on my porch. Breath is on my nightstand. The anti-inflammatory is by the couch. You know, it's just there wherever. Yeah. The Four Agreements is a snack. Oh, That's yeah. Such an easy it's such a quick, quick book to read. I love yeah. it. 
It's really good. I, I like that. And I like to remind myself of, of them because it's so important to be like, it's not about you. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you reminded me of it the other day when I was all upset about something and, and you gave me the four agreements and I was like, oh, right. She's right. She's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was so helpful. Agreements, they are good. Um, so I think today we'll each pull a card, see what they mean individually, see what they mean together and just kind of see where we go with it. That sounds great. Fantastic. Um, why don't you? Okay. Well, so the, I've got a new deck, of course, it's not really marketed as an Oracle deck. They're called self-awareness cards, but they're just, I love them. Ooh. It's quickly becoming like, as we all know, the Rebecca Campbell work your light deck is my favorite, but this yeah. one is really up there and I've only had it for a few weeks, but it's called the soul truth self-awareness card deck. And it's Brianne Hovey. It's H O V E Y. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but the cards are beautiful. Yeah. I mean, the cards are beautiful. They each have feathers on like all the artwork on every card is different, but they all have a feather involved in some way. And I just okay. really, really love it. So, um, and they're all like, they all have questions of things for you to think about. So I feel like that might be a good one since we don't have a specific reason we're pulling cards today. Great. Great. Love it. All right. Shuffling through them. <laughs> All right. How can I be more kind to myself and offer more grace in this very moment? And on the back, it says, growing our self-love is medicine to this world's broken heart. When you heal, we all heal. When you give yourself more grace, you're able to give the world more grace. Look at yourself with a grace filter. You are meant to be in this moment of your life. Release the inner critic and fill in that hole with your soul's truth that you are infinite, you are loved, and you are already there. That's I have I have thoughts. So much. I do too. <laughs> I have thoughts this too. Heart. Oh my God. Well, I feel like the whole thing about um, the world's broken heart, of course, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died um, to, well, we found out, I guess, Friday around nine o'clock. And so that's the first thing that comes to my mind is like, it's so mm -hmm. sad for a million different reasons. Um, I think regardless of where anybody falls politically, the fact that she died is a really, she was such a force. And so for me, I feel like this card is like a little bit of a Here's how you can, because it really hit me. It hit me harder than I would have expected it to. Um, mm -hmm. And this card is sort of a, here's how you move forward. Like, here's what you can do to feel like you're doing something important and, and helping, you know? This card ties directly to a quote I've heard recently, and I will butcher the quote, mm -hmm. but it's something to the effect of once you are accepting of yourself, then great change is possible. And it seems like this huge paradox. Like if I want to change myself, I'm obviously not cool with myself, mm -hmm. but that's, that's completely not true. It's once you learn to love yourself, you can see all of these options in front of you and really make the changes that serve that parts of that part of you that, that loves yourself. Does that make sense? Like only when we've accepted ourselves, can we truly change for the better yeah well I think you know? it's also because you're not so defensive or scared of the change it doesn't threaten you in any way it's more like I'm fine how I am but I could also do these other th like I I'm I'm so fine with myself that I can admit that there are things that could be better you know right. without right. being it, upset by it that's such a good way to put it 
Um, the other thing this card made me think of is um, it's a specific kind of meditation called loving kindness. Have you ever heard of that? Do you know what loving kindness meditation is? No. Okay. So it is a widely practiced meditation and it has genuine health benefits. So let me explain. It's very simple. You um, first imagine looking at yourself and saying something like, um, may you have love, may you have peace, may you have joy, sort of like giving yourself these nice things, like may you have loving kindness. Then you move on to somebody you love and you picture them and you say, may you have peace, may you have joy, may you have ease, you know, all sorts of things. And then you move on to somebody who's neutral to you, like say your mailman or, um, you know, the clerk at the store you always go to you. May you, may you be happy. May you have peace. May you have joy. Then you move on to somebody you do not like and you picture them and you give them all these things. And then finally, the last section is when you wish the whole world, like, like imagine like people and creatures around the whole world, like may you have peace, may you have joy, people you know, people you don't know, et cetera. And what loving kindness meditation does is it stimulates your vagus nerve. So your vagus nerve is, uh, it goes from like, basically it's like the connection between the brain and the gut. Like it goes down your spine and the more toned your vagal nerve, um, the better your immune system and the more emotionally resilient you are. And doing that specific meditation cultivates sort of like, um, it, the semblance of human connection because it, you're you're imagining these moments with other people and human connection is what is what tones the vagus nerve and I feel like right now with all of us not really seeing that many people and having that much human connection I okay. feel like doing this meditation is critical so I do it every morning when I wake up and every night before I go to bed um, and I've been trying to sort of teach the kids it in a very vague way like like, like the little ones. Like, so I say, put your hands on your heart and picture yourself sending love to somebody. And so that's what they do. Um, because like my big kids are not in school and they're not having human connections and they're just seeing our family and, you know, some, some neighbors. This is a long winded way of saying no, this I love part it. is great. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't feel like you have to wrap up. Like I love every piece of that. And I can totally see how, doing that meditation can make, I especially love the thing when it's like you picture someone you don't like and it's just sort of um, brings a softness to that, you know, like if it's someone who you've yeah. been having a hard time with and it's like, okay, but I can at least overlook that for a minute and wish you love and kindness, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's um, it's a powerful meditation and I've, I've really started to feel really good doing it. It sounds yeah. great. I'm totally want to, of course, every time we talk about meditation, I'm like, I'm definitely going to do that. And then I don't, <laughs> I, I've really got to make it part of my, part of my routine. You'll love it. You'll feel so good. Like meditation, there's a book called 10% happier and it's about how meditation yes. literally, like, who doesn't need that extra 10%, even if you're a happy person, Yeah. who doesn't, you know, God, especially and now. Uh, yeah, especially right now, we all need that extra 10%, um, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I am going to pull um, a card from the Crystal Unicorn Tarot, which is ninety nine percent friendly. I that's that's what I love that. Like it's a ninety nine percent friendly tarot. I felt so bad. So last week, so I do these meditations every Wednesday night. Um, 
and you can do them from around the world because it's on MindBody, the app that you can schedule yoga classes. And I teach with um, a, a studio called The Salty Buddha. And every week, every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, I teach a yoga class and I always finish it. Sorry, it's a meditation class. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to your body at all. Um, every time I finish with cards for people and I never do tarot because like I want to end on a nice note. But I was like, oh, I'll pull out the crystal unicorn tarot. That's a great idea. I Card and I was like, it's always happy. It's little happy unicorns. I pulled out a card and it was I I blurted it out like before I had read it and I was like, someone is lying to you. And I was like, oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, but let me pull the pull a card to see how it's related. What could everybody take away this week? Blah blah blah. Yada 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 and all that jazz. Okay, the four of cups. I think I know what this one means, but it's so it's a it's a sassy little unicorn sitting by a tree looking at a bunch of cups that are out in front of her and like a cloud is holding one out for her. So um, I was saying her, but I don't know. Um, all right. Four of cups. Let me pull that up. I shouldn't gender this random unicorn. Okay. <laughs> All right. So four of cups. When four of cups appears in a reading, it may mean you might have a hard time accepting gifts or rewards. This card encourages you to move past the blocks and fears and accept the happiness and love um, others are offering you. Learn how to be open and receptive as you feel more satisfied when you do. The keywords are stubborn individuality and acceptance. Do you kind of feel like this works with your yeah, card? Yeah, I do. Well, because this card is all about healing and loving yourself. And I feel like um, the idea of your card being, you know, allow other people to love you and, and reward you. That's part of it, too. You know, I think uh, I think people who feel like they don't deserve, you know, other people's love and affection and rewards or whatever, like that's a sign of you need to love yourself more because of course you deserve all these good things. So it definitely seems to me like they go together. I think that self-acceptance is the big theme. Yeah. Um, I've been dealing with a little bit of that personally and creatively. So as you know, um, I'm preparing to, to announce my next game. And I think that, you know, we, people will hear this tomorrow. So I'm keep so an eye excited. on that. I'm so excited. At Amanda S. Gardner and, um, my company, I, I am the narrative director at a video game company. So at Deep End Games, Deep End, like you're diving in the deep end, Deep End Games um, on Instagram. Uh, keep an eye on that because we're going to be announcing this big project. And I'm trying to like put myself out there. Mm -hmm. But when I when I do that on my own Instagram, it's like you guys all know me like like you're not strangers. Uh, but when I do it on the deep ends, I feel a little bit nervous. And so I've been trying to like put myself out there and not be critical and take compliments. And it's a challenge, you know, I'm 40. And yet at the same time, I don't know how to take a compliment without like turning it around. Like, Oh no, like, no, like, yeah. no. like if he tells me my hair looks good. Thank you so much. I have a great stylist or right. <laughs> thank you. So much. it's God given. Like, <laughs> it's hard to take a compliment and I'm a grown ass woman. No, I have a, my mom, I years ago noticed, I mean, I think I was like 17 or 18 and I noticed that anytime I complimented my mom, it would become an argument. Like she would just be like, Oh no. And I'm like, why are you just let me? Cause if people compliment you, Unless they're garbage and they're just complimenting you because they expect something in return. Like, like, let's put those people aside. But if it's someone who's like complimenting you, 
they they want to like they they love you they're trying to say something nice to you they want to make you happy and if you argue it's like come on <laughs> like, um, just let me tell you how pretty you are or let me tell you how smart you are or what a good idea this was and my mom was so bad at, at taking them so I have it you know that scene in Mean Girls when the <laughs> when she's like you're really pretty and she just says thank you and she's like oh so you think you're really pretty. <laughs> yeah, and I'm right. like, yeah, it's definitely a weird thing. But I've noticed too, like people will comp- So I'm very adamant about just say thank you. When someone compliments you, just say thank you. But um, I have noticed sometimes I'll do that. I'll be like, thanks. And I can tell that they don't, they're like, oh, <laughs> she just said thank you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what? yeah, I did. What an awkward world we live in where if we accept a compliment, we're pompous. I know. Or- you know, you know, showing humility and saying, I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm a victim, not a victim. I am a, I say, I'm sorry too much. And there's no need for me to apologize in many, many, many of these situations. Um, And it sort of takes your power away and sort of humbles you like not in a good way. Mm -hmm. So, So that's a thing. I think a lot of women are sort of dealing with now is like, we're realizing like we're apologists a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, we can't take compliments, you know, we make ourselves smaller and it's like, no, we should be expansive. We should, we should, hell yes. Thank, thank you. My hair does look good today. I yeah. feel banging. That's like, right. We should take up just as much space and just as much room in the conversation. And just, you know, just as much, just because we're women doesn't mean we're not allowed to be wherever we are. Right. Right. And you know, I, I have a very, um, what is the right word for her? Um, I have a very headstrong daughter. That's, <laughs> and I always make sure to compliment that bit of her. Like, wow, you have so many opinions. That's so great. And like, you always have something to say. You know? <laughs> I give her that, and 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 I try not to blow up her ego, but at the same time, like I want her to know, like you're doing a good job, kid. Like keep, just keep being you, keep having opinions, keep not being afraid to be seen. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of us are afraid to be seen. And I think that that's part of why I feel so uncomfortable on my company Instagram. Yeah. Sometimes I understand that. And it's only got like 40 followers. But you know what but I mean? You like, just launched it last week, I think. Right. So that's fair. Yeah. So, hey, guys, follow me on the deep end. I talk about nerdy. Well, while we're at while we're talking about that, we decided to create an Instagram just for the podcast. Up until now, we've been posting things on our individual pages and we will still talk about it on our individual pages, I'm sure. But um, just so you guys can know, like where to go to see the cards, I think that's helpful. Yes, it's the creative oracle on Instagram. So should be pretty easy for you to find. so it'll launch today with this episode that you guys are hearing now. You can go to the Creative Oracle. You can see the cards that we've used today um, and just whatever other things that Amanda and I want to share over there, too. Yes. Yeah. So yes, go yes, follow yes. that and look for the cards there. And you can see both of our lovely faces as well. But we really want this to be like a lovely little repository for the cards and the messages that week and just sort of like an easier place to find what you need. Yeah. Um, creatively, Megan, like where are you at this week with, with what you're creating and what you're doing? So it's not been, I don't know. I feel like the last couple of weeks have been kind of a mess for me. Um, 
the writer's room closed. It didn't close. It's just temporarily closed. Oh, but yeah. I know. Well, because of the whole COVID situation, people just aren't using the space. And so to pay rent on a space that they're not using is, isn't, it doesn't make any sense, obviously. So yeah. for now it's kind of temporarily closed and that's hard because I really liked that space, but even yeah. I wasn't able to get over there as much as I wanted to um, now that school has started, especially. So that hasn't been there. Um, and I, I haven't, I would have to look at my morning pages journal to see when the last day was. It's been long enough that I'm not sure at this point how long ago it's been. Um, mm. I've just been super like blocked up in every way <laughs> and like all like, yeah. up in my head and everything. So um, I've just started to feel a little bit better over the past couple of days. And I keep telling myself that tomorrow morning I will get up and I will go to the porch and I will do my morning pages and that will help. That will help everything start flowing again. But um, it hasn't been easy. And I'm, I'm in this um, headspace too, where it's like, I really need to remember it's not happening to me. It's happening for me type of thing right. because things right. that are literally have nothing to do with me. They're not my um, burdens to carry. I'm still like being knocked down by things that make no sense, you know? Yeah. So, um, these cards, I feel like, while you were reading your card, especially, I was like, I feel like these are just for me. Like the, I, I've taken over this whole reading and these cards are just for me. <laughs> so, but I think I feel that way most weeks. So, well, I mean, I, I, what we want is the cards to connect to people and feel that personalization. Like I feel it for myself as well. Like I need to get out of my own way. I think you need a morning routine. I think you need to get that like I do this then I do this then I do this and I think that that's going to serve you very well yeah meditate morning pages sniff your coffee outdoors whatever you need to do yeah. um I'm still, because I'm starting to get back into that too I'm still getting up early I just I get up early I get my coffee and then I water the plants or at least talk to all of them I really literally wander around and tell them all how pretty they are um and I pick up things you know I, I it's like I wake up and I start in on the taking care of the house stuff whereas I yeah. used to wake up and immediately go to the creative stuff and once yeah, that was checked take care of you first yeah so I really got to get back to that I think school That's starting has just really thrown me off <laughs> Well, think of it as school starting is that you can kick off a new routine. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You got to reframe it. Like, oh, wow, this is great. Like, that's that's what I started to do. I'm like, oh, wow, this is great. Now that they're back in school, even though, hello, three quarters of them are home, um, I have a new routine. I can do my workouts now. I can do my – so I have been getting back on the morning routine, and I am happier, and I'm in less pain. And oh, it's good. Good, good. So yes. As far as – what do you think creatively? Um well, I've been on a tear because we are announcing our Kickstarter and I cannot wait. And this game is the best and it's funny and hilarious and um, unlike anything out there. And I, I just, I can't wait to share it with the world this week. Yeah. I'm really, <gasps> really, really excited that we can finally talk about it. Talk about it. Like yeah. It's not a big secret. <laughs> right. Once we record our next episode, I will be gushing. Good. Absolutely gushing. Great. It was lovely chatting as always. Yes. Thank you so much for doing this with me every week. Um, you guys, you. if you ever have any questions or anything that you'd like us to talk about on the podcast, you can send us a message. Now you can send it through the creative Oracle Instagram messages. 
Fantastic. Lovely talking this week, Megan. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.